0: everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute.
1: The podcast reanalyzed the 1998 graduation party classic, Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time.
0: I'm your co-host, Aaron.
1: I'm your co-host, James.
0: And we're at minute 24, which I have beginning with Ashley saying, aw, bye, Chester, and then the exchange student saying, bye, Chester, <laughs> as Kenny walks away embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have it going through, I think, just some random... Person gossiping, saying it's so pathetic.
1: It's actually Ashley and a friend, perhaps Lynn. It it may be Lynn.
0: Yeah, and see, I would have remembered that had right. I been able to rewatch those minutes. But I knew that it was not like one of Amanda's friends right. or one of our like super key characters that we've been following, like right. Denise or Kenny or anybody like that. Right,
1: exactly. Um, also that that article that I read. Uh, was like, Ethan Embry, where they wanted him to play William, but um, he was like, no, I want to be the lead. And I was like, mm-hmm. "There's, is there a lead? I guess there's a lead in this, but I would say it's more... I would say it's fairly equal about Mike, Kenny, Preston, and William. Like, I would say that they yeah. get probably the same amount of screen time, but maybe I'm wrong about that.
0: Yeah, uh. well, I think... I, I can see where he considers Preston the lead because Preston is the one who has like the romance arc.
1: Right, right.
0: And isn't, and he he's like the, the straight man. Everybody, yeah. all of the others are kind of caricatures.
1: Yeah, that's and true.
0: And Preston is just the ordinary guy.
1: That's true. That's very true.
0: But um, I would have thought that he would have had fun playing William. Although I cannot picture Ethan Embry as William.
1: No, 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 no. No, it would have been a very different performance, I think. Yeah. Um, The first note I have is about the song that starts playing uh, after that scene, uh, which is a a, a song called Bust a Move by Young MC. Um, Okay. uh, Young MC is apparently British American, which I did not know. Um, All right. It won the 1990 Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance. It was on the album Stone Cold Ryman and was his biggest hit, reaching number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 and topping the charts in Australia it stayed on the hot 100 for 39 weeks and 20 weeks were in the in the top 40 uh in 2008 it was ranked number 47 on vh1's 100 greatest hip-hop songs and number 60 on vh1's 100 greatest greatest songs of the 1980s which is oh because it it must have been released in 1989 and then the grammys were in the spring of 1990 um okay the single was certified platinum by the RI- RIAA in the U.S. in January of 1990. So, um, this is a very—it's uh, sort of a, a often a well often gone to if you need sort of just a general hip hop song in, at like a party situation. Um, sure. I'm not sure why it's not on the soundtrack, but uh, nevertheless, here we are. Um, yeah. So this song is playing as. Um my note says homeboys dancing up on some girl and I was like, James, what? How what? <laughs> and then I was like, oh right, those two white friends of Kenny's are called homeboys. Right. right. So uh, Kenny's friends are basically uh night at the rocks burying this girl, like in between like sort of bouncing back and forth, dancing around up on yeah. her. Yeah.
0: Um
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Though accurate it feels like like it yep. feels like very no, that's right. Um, yeah. the next note I have is about uh, another of Kenny's prospects named Jana or Jana. Yes. okay, so Jana are we are we gonna go with Jana or Jana? do you recall? I can't remember how he pronounced it. Okay.
0: I would say Jana just based on the spelling in the transcript of j a n a right, but I feel like he calls her Jana
1: right. But like I, I
0: feel like he pronounced it weird, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the way he pronounced it is what her name is. Right.
1: I love the running gag that he only knows about half the girls' names. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So she is played by Clea Duvall, who, who's top three. Uh, she was Cora Lijak in the Ben Affleck movie Argo, uh, which I saw okay. once and quite enjoyed and I'd like to see again. It was very good. She played Stokely Stokes Mitchell in The Faculty, and she played Graham in But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, okay. She, she was in on four episodes of Handmaid's Tale. Uh, she played Alexis Bladell's wife. And, oh. Okay. Uh, she was on twenty-six episodes of Veep, three episodes of Broad City, three episodes of Better Call Saul eight episodes of the Lizzie Borden Chronicles.
0: Oh, I wanted to see that.
1: Was it? I I, I, I thought I remembered it, but I feel like there was a, a a rush of Lizzie Borden bio shows like a couple of years ago.
0: There was. I think the Lizzie Borden Chronicles was the one with Christina Ricci as Lizzie mm-hmm. Borden. Okay. That was the, what whichever, whatever it was called, the one with Christina Ricci was the one that I wanted to see. Yeah. That makes sense. It was sense. weird that there were like three or four different Lizzie Borden things that all came out within like the same year. <laughs> and funnily like how random yeah
1: it is it is so random. i wonder if it was like an anniversary of something but lizzie borden will always make me think of uh the simpsons where the first episode where sideshow bob is gonna try and kill uh bart and mm-hmm. uh bart starts having these like paranoid like episodes where everyone it's like it's like um say your prayers simpson because the schools can't make you like they should stuff like that um and so mrs karabal says um you're going to be my murder victim, Bart. In our school's production of Lizzie Borden starring Martin Prince as Lizzie, and it cuts over to Martin in like a badly put on wig. He's like, 40 wax with a wet noodle, Bart. So that's what I okay. always think of when I hear Lizzie Borden. But uh, apparently other people want to do more than just think of Simpsons when it comes to that character or that person. Um, She was on five episodes of American Horror Story Asylum. Um. She was on seven episodes of Heroes, 24 episodes of Carnival, one episode of Buffy, and one episode of Dangerous Minds, the show, another show based on a movie that a bunch of these people are in. Um, Yes. And then she directed an episode of Looking for Alaska that uh, I think they put it on Netflix or Hulu. Uh, The John Green. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A couple of. uh, A couple of pieces of trivia. She took a small role in She's All That in 1999 to support her friend, Rachel Lee Cook, in her first leading movie role. Oh, Uh, so that
0: is what I primarily know her from. Yeah. Like, when Um, I hear Clea Duvall, I picture her with that stupid clown makeup
1: on her face. I have an unfortunate uh, memory that I think I've shared on this, on a show that we've done together. Um, mm-hmm. Let me finish the trivia and then I'll say my horrible, sure. horrible thing that I think. Um, she met Rachel Lee Cook on the set of the movie The Defenders, colon, Payback uh, in 1987. And then she and Catherine Town worked together in three movies in the span of two years. A girl, as best friends in She's All That, and then as two lesbians trying to prove their true directions in But I'm a Cheerleader. Um, so... Uh, girl is a movie that I feel like you and I are going to talk about at a later date once I finish some calculations and tabulations of some other stuff. Sure. Um, I always think of Clea DuVall as the snaggletooth girl in like okay. late '90s movies because in I think The Faculty, her teeth were kind of in an, an unfortunate state that was actually okay. very realistic for like a high school a high schooler who couldn't do braces or whatever. She has, like, in when she was in Argo, her teeth were just fine. She got okay. something done with them. But at some point, like, her front teeth were kind of a little snaggly. And, like, I'm one to talk. I always think of her as uh, the snaggletooth girl. Um, and I feel really bad about that. Because, one, Interesting. it's a horrible thing to think, to, like, identify someone as. And also, sure. it hasn't been that way for, like, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> or t- 20 years, something. 20 years. Yeah.
0: She was in some movie with John Cusack. Okay. That I don't remember what it was called. I feel like it was one where he maybe had like multiple personality disorder.
1: Was it? I bet it was identity. Yeah. Let me confirm. And I that. feel,
0: I feel like she may have actually been one of his personalities.
1: Yeah. Um. That movie was in in the string of uh. Of a post M. Night Shyamalan world where every movie had a twist in it. And that yeah. one certainly did as well.
0: I don't remember anything about it except that I think there was a rainstorm.
1: Yep. That rain is, is a there prominent...
0: A, yeah. And I think that there was a small child. Like one of the personalities was a kid. Yeah. I, I feel like a little boy, but it may have been a little girl.
1: Yeah. It is, in fact, Identity uh, from 2003, which has a 7.3 yeah. rating on IMDb. So now you know that.
0: Yes. Was she in Girl Interrupted?
1: I believe she was. Hold on one second. I can check that. I just, I thought, hold on. I could have sworn that she was. Another contender that has three uh, three actors in it um, from Can't Hardly Wait is a movie called The Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Oh, that's something. Yep. Yep. She is not. Why did I think she was? I don't know. Um I'm glad you thought it too. She played Emma Borden, who I guess is Lizzie Borden's sister or something, in two separate things about Lizzie Borden. Weird. Unless this was like a pilot for this may have, this was the pilot for the for the show. And it oh, is okay. with Christina Ricci. Okay. That actually makes me feel like a way, way, way better. Anyways.
0: She's got a type, James. <laughs> She's being typecast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you got Jennifer Love Hewitt as Audrey Hepburn and uh, Clea DuVall as Emma Borden. It's just you know, yep. cast made in heaven. Um, All right, uh, well, I'll cut the part. Oh, Jaina, she was I, in. I actually wrote. Uh, he says he at least says Jaina, um, okay, because I wrote it phonetically in the quote that I put. Sorry. Oh, okay. Then it, then one of my, another of my favorite exchanges happens. Um, Kenny says, "Yo, Jaina, wanna dance?" And she says, "I'm allergic." And this this is the best uh, one of Seth Green's, I think all time best readings. he says, allergic to dancing." And she's like, yeah, and she walks away. It's hilarious, but <laughs> he's like, you know, and he's like, allergic, like it's the lamest most like I can't I can barely think of an excuse for not wanting to dance with you other than this. Um,
0: Yeah, it's like one slight step up from I can't, I have to wash my hair. Right,
1: exactly. Right now. Exactly.
0: Yeah, right now at this party (laughs) in someone else's house. But I
1: do love allergic to dancing. It's, Uh It's so geeky. I love it. So good. It is. And then my last note before Amanda comes upon Ashley and her friend gossiping about her is William's alcohol card is inscrutable to him.
0: Yes, mine is... Uh oh, William has imbibed too many spirits. (laughs) Which, I want, he's had one beer, right?
1: As far as we've seen, yes.
0: Okay, so William is a slight person. Yes. He is not a large man. Right. But one, I'm gonna guess, cheap beer should not (laughs) get him too drunk to read his blood alcohol card. Right. Like, I'm a lightweight. And, I mean, I guess he chugged it. Right. But, like, I can chug a Miller Light and be
1: fine. There was a deleted scene where right before he went to the party, he gave blood. So... Oh, okay. That's the thing.
0: That, okay. That makes... (laughs) You know what? That's my new (laughs) headcanon. Um...
1: Yeah, it is. It is hilarious because you're like, "Oh no, his his safety device," but also like, yes. wait, really?" <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, doesn't he hand it to someone? He
1: gives it to the keg guy. Oh, 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 it's the keg guy. Okay. I I don't know if he gives it to the keg guy in this. He does because they cut away from him. He's like, "I want you to have this," and the keg guy's like, "Thanks, man." It may be. It's either the cat guy or the one, the guy that was, the beer guy that was the voiceover for all those things. Um, Okay. It was one of those. Because I think what's weird about that guy is that he looks like he belongs in IT Chapter 2. Like, he has the face of, like, a grown-up Loser Club kid. Yeah. Like, you know, some deleted character or whatever. Um, And I think it may be that guy that he hands the the card to. But it's some, one of the people that he has just spoken with and whatever. But yeah, yeah, they're both. They're yeah, both he's like, I want you drunk. to have
0: this, and the guy's like, oh, thank you.
1: Like, I, I, I don't. Did, oh, did you feel like the guy was like, you know, okay, weirdo? Because I thought the, I felt the guy was like, thanks, man. Like, like it was like a seriously like heartfelt, drunk sort of camaraderie sort of.
0: Oh no, I I thing. remembered it being like a, okay, weirdo. Interesting. But I could be I could be
1: misremembering. I love. I think you wrote this in, in the last episode of that has come out of the uh, of Thanks for the lyrics. But I love when we're like, oh no, I've never thought that. You've always thought what? And like we have like yeah. completely opposing, like, long held beliefs about this one little part of a movie or a song. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorites. But that is all I have for Minute Twenty Four. So
0: I have a little bit of Amanda gossip.
1: Okay, yes. I have that they are gossiping I made... about her. I did not write down what it was.
0: Yeah, so they, they are, Amanda and, or Ashley and Lynn are gossiping about her. And one of them says, I heard that Mike broke up with her a year ago, and she's been paying him $50 a month to act like they're still together. (laughs) And that is when the other one goes, oh, pathetic. And the first one says, it's so pathetic. And that's where our minute ends. Yeah. But I just, like, what a bizarre rumor.
1: Yeah, that is a, that is a, it. It feels believable as a, like a realistic high school rumor because it is so outlandish and, and kind of dumb.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like as an adult, I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. Why would anyone believe that? And then I remember being a teenager yeah. and I'm like, oh no, if somebody had told me that, I probably would have been skeptical, but also kind of believed it. Right. Yeah. Especially if it was like the popular girl that I didn't like just on principle. Right. I would be willing to buy it.
1: I was, um, I was about to ask you, uh, hey, how much would someone have to pay you in high school to, uh, you broke up with them a year ago and they pay you an X amount of dollars every week to pretend you're still dating them. And then I was like, no, that is pathetic. That's a correct assessment of that situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's a, it's an it's a not, it's a non-starter as a question cuz it's uh zero or infinite money depending on yeah. which which way you're going to you're you're taking it like there is no amount yeah. of money
0: <laughs> yeah yeah the limit doesn't exist to... yeah i'm trying to think like what if any of the guys that i had dated in high school had approached me with that after we broke up yeah and yeah what a weird scenario yeah
1: to, to think it. of it actually occurring feels like that is never, that's never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so. Exactly. I have, I have nothing else. Yes. Yes. Except for some social media. Yes. Let's,
1: let's do some social media.
0: So we're on Twitter as a podcast at J-E underscore Minute Movies, but individually I can be found at Unabashedly Aaron. And
1: I can be found at unabashed James.
0: We are proud members of the Scavengers Network alongside a bunch of other great shows, one of which I'm going to drop a trailer for at the end of this episode. Nice. I don't know which one yet, so it's a surprise to all
1: of us. Everyone's going to get surprised on this one.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty much it.
0: All right, well, we have one more episode to record, so let's go do that because, as we all know, time is honey's. Go
1: hot dogs! The Scavengers Network. Creator driven,
0: community focused,
1: treasured content.
0: Hey Stud, how would you like to chat with a young, sexy
1: babe looking for fun? Or how about a hot, lonely MILF who wants a little action?
0: Well, that's not what this show is about. My name's Joy. And I'm Morgan. And we have a podcast all about sex stuff. Join us every week when we chat about sex and sexuality, review toys and products for the bedroom, and even recommend a new sex position or two.
1: And the best part of all this is it's shared from an intergenerational, inclusive, and queer-friendly point of view.
0: Join us every Tuesday on The Broads and the Bees, wherever you download podcasts. See you next Tuesday, you know, like... Nope, we get it. (laughs) Bye!